Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back, dear listeners, to the next episode of Not Grim Lore. Listener Lore? Listener Lore, yes, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Sorry I had a brain fart from when we recorded our previous episode, which was not long ago, so. Whoops. (laughs) All right, we're good at this. We know what we're doing. Can't you tell? We're professionals here. Professionals. We only hold the highest standard. This is all scripted. (laughs) <laughs> scripted by you the people <laughs> <laughs> all right it's been a while since we've actually done one of these yeah it definitely feels like it yep but sorry, it happens, when, happens when you get busy so sorry to keep you waiting mark don't smite us please no we're not worthy <laughs> Worms, worthless worms. <laughs> we are worms. <laughs> no, all right. So you ready to start this uh, this listener lore? Yeah, this is a fun one. It's called "To Dream a Dream." I have no idea what it's about, so let's just dive right in, shall we? For sure. All right. Do you want to start or me? I was going to say, don't everyone raise raise their hands up at once. <laughs> you can start us off. I'll start us off? Sure. All right. I don't think there's a forward for this one, is there? Uh, I can double check. There is not. Okay. So let me make sure. Let me make sure that every part of it gets, gets brought along. <clears throat> to dream a dream. One among many. A hollowed-out asteroid floats through the asteroid belt of the Sol system. Like so many of the asteroids in this region of space, it was long ago mined of any valuable materials and left to continue drifting as an insignificant, although afterthought to the inhabitants and the defenders of the throne world and its system. In fact, it was among the earliest stripped bare of resources due to its proximity to Ceres, which had hosted the hab stations for the miners. For this very same reason, it has been chosen for another purpose by a group just as utilitarian as the miners. Ceres served not only as a major mining hub that allowed humanity and later the Imperium to gather resources necessary to conquer the stars during the reign of the Emperor, 
Series serve as a major communications hub, providing relay stations for Vox systems and countless forms of information transfer required by a system serving as a hub of a galactic empire. This made the asteroid in question, its original name long forgotten, was chosen by the Alpha Legion to be, to be a listening station. From its location, the listening station could intercept all Vox traffic passing through the Sol system, as well as any other data being transferred through the relays of series. The macro cogitators would then sort and classify the gathered information. However, in order, in, in order to remain hidden, the station could not constantly transmit information. In that case, it would be necessary for the station to be manned. <clears throat> Tyrannus awoke suddenly, his body racked with pain, strong enough for even a marine to be affected. He thought that it must be a scheduled wake-up from stasis as no alarms were going off. Business as usual, then. The data feed from the macrocogitators was overwhelming, and Tyrannus began analyzing the intelligence line by line. Much of it was cluttered by the, by the obscene amount of data that the Adeptus Custodes gathered and transmitted throughout the, th the soul system. A flashing moon alerted him to the face that there was a marked increase in both incoming and outgoing void traffic since he last awoke. In fact, all traffic had increased significantly, both physical and signal traffic, primarily the reports came from the Administratum, the Munitorum, the High Lords of Terra, and the Lord Commander of the Imperium. Tyrannus tried to focus again. The pain must have been clouding his mind, impairing his ability to quickly understand the rapid intake of information. Perhaps the macro cogitators were beginning to fail after all these millennia and were, pull and were pulling all the information for the data stream. Diagnostic ruins indicate that the cogitators were functioning properly and checking the information. These transmissions were genuine and recent. Lord Commander Gilliman had returned to lead his father's Imperium once again. The Primarch of the Ultramarines had always been admired in many aspects by the Alpha Legion. He was both tactically and strategically brilliant and quick to adapt to any tactic, ruse, or gambit that could be brought to bear against him. He was flexibly tactical and inflexibly and inflexible when, when it came to matters of honor. Rebute Gilman had little praise for the Alpha Legion, but had never bothered them. They understood their purpose within the Imperium fully, just as each Legionnaire understood his role within the Legion perfectly. They were all cogs in the machine of the Imperium, and that was the way it was supposed to be. During the Horus Heresy, there had been those who fought, for, fought in the name of the Emperor and those who opposed him. There were also a small contingent who simply watched humanity tear itself apart. Tyrannus had been one of them forced to simply watch and observe. He had been a decorated warrior, Terran-born, and fighting since before the 20th Legion was officially, stood, was officially stood up. Instead of earning glory on the field of battle, he had been forced to sit, watch, and listen as humanity destroyed itself with blade, laser, and bomb. What reminded Tyrannus' body, what remained of Tyrannus' body thrashed inside the anemic fluid of the sarcophagus, but he could not be sure whether it was from physical pain that tormented him or the mental anguish of remembering that he had been forced to witness. In any other legion, Tyrannus would have been, would have had the honor of being placed into a dreadnought as a result of his injuries and his long and gloried tenure. His lords had different plans for him, however. He would be saved, but not to fight or advise as the ancients of a legion, but rather to analyze information and transmit his conclusions to unknown pieces of the chain. He did not resent their decision. He understood his role, 
and that was all that he needed. But the feeling of powerlessness sat poorly within his superhuman mind. Perhaps that was the greatest flaw handed down by their primogenitor. Each legionnaire fully understood that they would not know the full extent of the plans made by those above them in order to preserve the sanctity and security of the operation. The problem with that <clears throat> is that in the millennia since the end of the Horus and uh, the end of Horus and his heresy, what information Tyrannus could gather about the Alpha Legion's actions has been confused at best. Plans set in motion long before had been left to continue on their own, those cells carrying them out believing that it was all part of some greater plan. Tyrannus could not even place blame upon them, for he had not been for had he not been doing exactly the same thing? He had sat here, waking and sleeping for millennia, when his original purpose had long since passed. He could not even know whether his transmissions were still being received by someone somewhere. Despite these doubts, he still did his duty because if this was all part of some great plan, he would not be the one to fail as Primarchs. Duty. How much duty had been interpreted rather than explicitly stated? Certainly the survival of the Imperium is vital to any Astartes still loyal to the Emperor, and one of his sons recently returned would feel that duty even more. But what is the Imperium if not the Emperor's dream? What it has become is antithetical to what the Emperor envisioned for humanity. This new Imperium rejected the very core tenets of the Imperial truth, and yet what does the Lord Commander do upon his return but allow it to continue in its de degeneracy? Practicality is a virtue after all, and the Lord Commander believes that he must ensure the survival of the Imperium, yet what he props up is exactly what his Emperor had stamped out. The Emperor's dream had died long ago. <clears throat> In fact, the Emperor's dream had never been possible. But he made, it seem of, he made it seem achievable. Perhaps it had truly died when Horus fell to his own weakness or when humanity lost both the Emperor and the Sigilite at the end of the siege. The moment of its death did not truly matter. Only the fact that the dream was dead. Never again could humanity hope to conquer the stars and create a utopia. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All that remained for the children of Terra scattered across the galaxy was war, pain, and death. 
Eventually, humanity would come to an end for good, whether by its own hand or at the hand of one of the other numerous Xenos who craved who, who craves to cleanse the galaxy. Humanity's position in the galaxy was simply unattainable, no matter how tightly the Imperium tried to tighten its grasp. All the information Tyrannus intercepted and analyzed pointed to this uh, simple fact. Whether it was in 10,000 years or 100,000 years, humanity would eventually die out. Finishing his transmission of the critical information, Tyrannus set his mind to begin hibernation once again. He wondered what news would greet him upon his next awakening. And as the pain faded along with his consciousness, he readied himself to repeat the cycle until the systems failed or a secret base was discovered. Epilogue, Year Unknown. The cycle continued on and on endlessly, waking and sleeping, watching and waiting. Tyrannus never questioned his role as the power and the fate of humanity ebbed and flowed. He lost track of the cycle, and in time the macrocogitators began to slow and fail one by one. Tyrannus could no longer rec- remember how long he had been at his post, but his most recent waking had confirmed what he had long analyzed to be inevitable. Terra, the cradle of humanity, had been left desolate and lifeless. The great floating continents that had housed its countless inhabitants had crashed had crashed into the surface of the planet. The pit captures and sensor suites of those that defense satellites still orbiting the dead planet confirmed this situation for Tyrannus. There was no sign of life on the planet that had once sworn its children to the stars. Not even the flicker of lumens or campfires by some desperate survivors clinging to life. At last, Terra had accepted its eternal slumber. Terra would sleep forever, but there would be no more dreams. No more dreams for humanity, no matter how slight or grand they may be. The last lights of humanity has been extinguished by arrogance, violence, and cruelty. Yet Tyrannus knew his duty, and the cycle would continue endlessly, waking and sleeping, watching and waiting for a single spark of humanity in the desolate wastes it had once called home. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's shoot. That's grim dark, even for 40 K. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this one? This was, this one's kind of interesting. I perked up a little bit when I, when you read alpha Legion and then um, it's kind of, it reminds me of a story I had read in high school one time it was uh the basic premise was the were these two guys that were in charge of like the nuclear launch codes or whatever because the keys were placed far enough apart that one person couldn't do it and the whole short story was about these two guys losing their sanity because they're stuck in that station for lord knows how long and this is kind of making me making me think to that a little bit that's interesting if for me it's making me think of um Everyone who's ever read the science fiction um, series, the Children of um, the Children of series, but um, the basic premise um, is humans try to colonize another planet, and they basically like need someone to observe this planet while it's being terraformed. So the lead scientist lady, she puts herself in the hibernation, and it's kind of like a space screen where like she's unconscious, but her conscious mind is like still active. And like um, basically processing information from the satellite, watching this um, their terraforming process go, and like the first civilization or the first like races that pop up on this planet, and basically the idea is like every couple hundred years she wakes up to like you know observe it, and she goes back to sleep. She wakes up and, and goes back to sleep. Wakes up and goes back to sleep, and it gets to the point where um, she starts to like 
feel like she's sleeping less and less time. Like the time between her waking and sleeping is getting shorter. And it's like revealed that the programs and everything keeping the station like active are slowly like breaking apart and breaking down. And she's basically like, she's basically more of a system within the computer. She's basically like a corpse inside of a space station. And she's more or less just an AI at that point. It's a really, it's a really mm. intense um, part of the book. It's pretty crazy. It, I wonder if that actually was the inspiration for this, for this story, because a lot of the oh. a lot of those same beats, story beats are kind of present with the, you know, he's there long, you know, long after everything's gone said and gone the systems are starting to fail one by one he's not interred as a dreadnought so he's still part of you know the listening station he's just going you know in and out of in and out of sleep cycles to record his data yeah it's a it's a really good book if anyone's interested in like hard science fiction it's a really good book because like they really play with the idea of um how old are you in like crowd sleep and what kind of person are you when you come out it's a really fun kind of concept interesting interesting yep yes 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 but i have no real final thoughts i like the ending honestly yeah like that i think this is probably the furthest the furthest any story has gone chronologically with uh 40k i mean we're basically at the end of the end of terra and the i guess the end of humanity quote unquote well, I mean, you could say that, but I like that it's that you could potentially confuse it because the guy, because the um, the Alpha Legionnaire, like you can tell that his that his mental state isn't exactly in the best course of action. Mm-hmm. So you could like you could almost pretend like if you read this book, you you could read the story and become officially be like, oh, well, Terra's gonna die in the future, but you could easily have like a good old cop out where it's like, no, the the asteroid because it's so minute or whatever got knocked out of orbit and for like hundreds thousands of years it was just floating through space and whenever he would wake up he would be looking at old data so he wouldn't actually be analyzing anything because this is near the edge of the solar system to my knowledge so like he could all oh go ahead yeah yeah you're uh basically like all out of date or yeah. incorrect incorrect information or even maybe the wrong information from another planet but he doesn't know that yeah yeah exactly so you easily have a good cop out if you want to be like oh yeah i know but i like that it's like that the option does exist for that cop out but it never goes into the cop out so it's like if you want it's kind of like the buffy the vampire episode where she's in a mental hospital and it just ends with her still in the mental hospital where it's like oh this could be just a fun one-off episode but then it's also like oh but maybe in my head so it has it has the option for it to be like oh no 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 it's just he's just looking out of date data and wrong data <laughs> you know when i was younger i used to hate those kind of episodes or those kind of endings to a story where they don't where it doesn't confirm one way or the other but now that i'm Growing up, I kind of like that. I kind of like that mystery. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But either good, way, I like that good little story. Um, who was the guy that sent this? Liam. Thank you very much, Liam, for sending this in. This is very, very well written. I don't really have any, any critiques. This sounds like something that uh, Alpha Legionnaire would be doing. Um, 
I don't know what about what about your thoughts, Ray? Um, pouring out for this guy. <laughs> hey, bartender. Oh wait, we're not in the tavern tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy needs like this guy needs like a hug and a yep. vacation. <laughs> <laughs> a very long vacation. Just one where he doesn't need to sleep. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, I got nothing else to say though. I'm happy with it. Liam did a good job. Yeah, very good job, Liam. Keep on, keep on writing. Keep on sending stuff in. We want to read more of your work. And if you have anything that you want us to read, be sure to send it to lorehammerpodcast at gmail and we will either Ray, myself, or Mark, and someone else will give it a listen, give it a read for your enjoyment. For you, the people. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing else to say. I enjoyed All this. Right. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.